The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Hi everyone, it's Linda Ockwell Jenner here with another Motivational Moments podcast. And today I'm super excited to have uh, quite the celebrity um, to chat with, Angie Hill, who is the host of KFUN 99.5 FM. Hi, Angie. Linda, thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, wow, you've got such a radio voice. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It could be I'm just putting it on, right? I don't actually sound like this all the time. (laughs) No, I remember many, many years ago. In fact, it's 19 years ago when I was an intern at Cool cool Radio Station. You were somebody I looked up to and thought, I can't talk to Angie. She's too famous for me. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I wish these people I lived with felt the same way, Linda. (laughs) And I, and I know you don't put that that beautiful voice on it. And the laugh, you've got such a, it's actually quite a dirty laugh, isn't it, Angie? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh. My mother says it's from uh, cigarettes and whiskey, is what she says. <laughs> you are such a, an amazing person. If you don't mind me asking, um, I did do a little bit of, you know, checking up on you to see who you were, just in case I've forgotten. But um, you went to a college for journalism, right? Yeah, I did. I took print journalism, um, graduated in the class of 91, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, a lot of people ask me this, you know, how do you enter radio? How do you, you get into certain things? So what was your career path after you graduated? Mm. Okay, so I started in uh, as a writer at this little um, paper in Durham, Ontario, called the Citizen Newspapers, and it was a chain of little small-town newspapers owned by a guy named George Benninger. Mm-hmm. And what they would do is they would just report on each local town. I think Hanover had one, Walkerton had one. There was um, a Mount Forest citizen and a Durham citizen. And so my job was to write feature stories on different businesses in the area. That was my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I wasn't great at it because the truth, is not near as exciting as the stuff that you can make up and embellish. <laughs> and That's funny. Sitting in a council meeting up in Williamsford to hear people discuss um, tractors, Chase <laughs> versus Massey Ferguson, or so on. You know, it just it was just too much. So, oh god, I started uh, in sales for another um, newspaper over in Walkerton, Ontario. And then at the same time, I was teaching figure skating because you can imagine uh, you don't make any money in in that field. So when I was teaching figure skating, we put on this um, big fundraising dance called the 820 Cham Video Dance Party. And basically what it was is just they bring screens out and play the videos and play the music. And I met a guy there named Mark LaPointe, who was the program director at Cham. Long story short, he moved his career to London and just asked me if I wanted a job doing weekends, and that was in 1993, and I was hooked ever since. Wow, 1993 is when I actually emigrated to Canada, so 
I had no idea who you were then. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so basically, it, it wasn't easy, but I think what you did, you took opportunities that were offered to you. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and I feel like sometimes it came to me, you know, it found me, and I'm so lucky the... I've just been had the right people put in my path mm-hmm. in the last 25, 30 years that have just, you know, made it made it that e- more easy for me, I guess. But the thing is, a lot of people are not like you, Angie. They don't look at the people. They don't look at the opportunities. So they may think, oh, you know, I don't want to move to London. And then they regret not taking the opportunity. Now, in those days, was it a lot different being, you know, um, the radio host than it is now? Did you have to do many things differently or is it basically the same? No, it's very different. Back um, when I started, one of the reasons why Mark wanted me to get into the business is that there wasn't a lot of women on the air at the time. There was a lot of women in behind-the-scenes jobs, but a lot of them, you know, if they were on the air, they were a second banana or second fiddle to, to, mm-hmm. a, to a man. Um, and men mostly dominated the airwaves. And you know what? The, the, it's changed a, a little bit over. I still am of the opinion, I don't care if you're man or woman or dog or lizard, whatever, whoever is most qualified and most suitable for the position should be getting it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that being said, mm-hmm. um, as you know, you move forward in, in, the, in the job with, with um, broadcasting, with the advent of the internet and Facebook, social media, and all that kind of thing, it used to be it didn't matter kind of what a radio host looked like. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, you're behind the microphone anyway. You might go out and do the odd appearance and be ingrained in your community that way. But nobody knew who you were. Mm-hmm. Um, and it slowly kind of shifted around to where um, the social media and getting your face out there and getting known is, is super important. So I feel like that's one of the big things that's changed. And the other thing that's changed in, in radio, um, just the technology, is that there is one person that can be on the air in six or seven different markets at once, wow. you know, by voice. And yeah. so they've cut, they've cut a lot of jobs that way. Uh-huh. And there's no over anymore where people used to be able to start you know, there's a, just a lot of, they use their staff, let's say. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's typical. I mean, change does create challenges. But, you know, in those early days, did you have to, like, press any buttons or do anything technical or was that all done for you then? And is it done for you now, like? Mm. Well, see, way back in the day, we used to spin records in vinyl. Oh. And everything, everything was more, let's. I compare it to a standard car. Mm-hmm. You know, you get in, you got to push your clutch, you got to push your gear shift. You have to do all of these things to make everything work. Nowadays, all you have to do is make sure that if you want to keep going on the screen, if you want your next element to fire, you have an X on the screen. And if you don't, you have a red stop sign. That's wow. the difference. It's which, very different. Which do you very, prefer? But we hardly have to do anything. <laughs> but do you prefer the olden days when you were spinning records or do you prefer it this way because there's less technical problems maybe? Mm. You know what? I think I I would I enjoyed the olden days because it filled the day and made the day go faster. Mm. And it definitely was more work and more hard on on you, on mm. your mind, to remember all the things. Mm. Um 
So, you know, it's hard to say. Some days, Linda, I'd love to uh, to go back to do that. And other days, I'm glad that I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get me going. What keeps you motivated, though? I mean, I'm, I stalk you everywhere. I'm following you everywhere. I can follow you because I really admire you. But you're such a lovely, warm person. What motivates uh, you? You... I, I know you've had some sadness in your family recently, and I, I'm really sorry for your loss. That's um, that's tough, isn't it? Um, losing a family member. But what keeps you waking up in the morning and keeps you motivated? I've never seen you, you know, fed up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think probably because I enjoy I enjoy the work so much, and I enjoy entertaining people so much, and it's a place that I can go and be really happy. It's, it's funny. It doesn't matter what's going on in my personal life or, you know, my extended personal life or whatever. As soon as I walk into that radio station at 2.55 King North, it all just seems to go away. It just Aww. seems to be, I'm in there and I'm in my, my happy place. And if I can't make anybody happy at home, I can at least make people happy. <laughs> that are radio. So that's part of it. And the other part is this giant, great community that we live in. Yeah. I love being, and I love making, and I love seeing it grow and, and yeah. seeing different charities grow and see, seeing other people do well from, from their efforts. It's just, it's amazing. You do an awful lot out in the community. I mean, how do you manage to, you, you told me, you know, you do like to get some sleep, but I mean, you're a very busy person. So how do you balance your time with difficulty? Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's not so bad. I just know that if I have to go out and do something in the evening, you know, I'll try to get out of the station as soon as I can by, mm-hmm. you know, 10 or 11 and, and get home and have a little bit of a sleep or get whatever I have to get done done. But it's not like that all the time. We have maybe a couple of months during the year that are super crazy. And then there's a couple of months during the year that aren't. So it kind of balances itself it out a bit. That is good. So what would you have any tips for the aspiring, you know, broadcasters, radio personalities who want to be like you, Angie. And, and, and I do agree with you, by the way. I'm very much into if a man or a woman can do a job well, they should get the job, but they shouldn't get the job because they are male or female primarily. So I had to get that bit in because not many people agree with me. So I'll be quiet now. <laughs> so what, what advice would you give to these aspiring you know, people who want to be like you, Angie, and they may be at college or just about to leave college or uni? Well, the first thing, I think you're better than any job because you got to start somewhere and you can't be afraid to move. You know, if you get offered a position up in a place like Owen Sound or, you know, for <laughs> let's hope not, but Elliott <laughs> Lake or, or something like that, or yeah. way out in Kelowna or Prince Rupert, you know, don't, don't be afraid to take those jobs and, mm-hmm. and learn craft and, and get really good at it. And while you're there, just keep in touch with people where you want to be and get your stuff getting sent out and just, you know, stay on top of things. Mm-hmm. And wherever you are in the community, make sure that your show on the radio cannot be lifted out of that area and put anywhere else because you have to make it as local as you can and drop as many names as you can uh-huh. and make it impossible for that show to almost be duplicated anywhere else because it's so local yeah. and so ingrained in that community. And the other is, is you, you, you got to be a nice person. You can say what you need 
and get your point across. Yeah. But you can't be jerk to people because that'll catch up with you. Believe me. Oh yeah. And uh, and as you know, if you're in your community, then you're in your community, and make sure that you can take part in and in as many things or little things, but the things that you do, just do it well. Wow, what amazing tips. I think we think alike, Angie. Like, I tend to call it networking when really, yeah, I am out enjoying a lot of events. But for me, it's building those relationships in my local community and, and helping people like you do. It, it's amazing. And um, where'd yourself, where, where'd you see yourself going in five years, Angie? Uh, Barbados or, or somewhere nice like that? Or are you staying well, local? That's a funny, that's a funny thing, Linda, because uh, next year, it'll be 25 years for me, wow. and I don't know where those 25 years have went, so and <laughs> <laughs> five is probably going to feel like, I don't know, a year or two, but in the next five years, I honestly, I see I see myself still here in, in KW. Good. Um, you know what? Just making K-Fund as a big a station as we possibly can, and getting more listeners there, and, and just keep doing doing good stuff. I think I'd like to move in and do a little bit more television. Yeah. For, I think my, my heart's in the radio. It, it, to me, um, well, everybody at your radio station, not just you, I just happen to have managed to get to come on my show today, but everybody has this amazing personality that reaches out to the listeners. And even if we can't see you, you know, we, we've got the vibe, we've got the personality, we've got your laugh in particular, which I'm sure, you know, everybody knows is an Angie laugh. And, and as you say, you're out and about in the community. So people see your face. You've got a wonderful brand. And I hope you carry on forever because I, I would be lost without you, Angie. Oh, thank you. And now you've got to last forever. <laughs> you can't retire. <laughs> no pressure. That's... No pressure. Um, so I want to say thank you for taking the time. I'm not sure whether you should be asleep or, or doing another event at the moment, but we booked this up a few weeks ago, and I'm thrilled to bits you could, you know, come on the show. And thank you again for everything you've done. And I've, I've aspired to, to be a little bit like you and, and take in a lot of, you know, what I've heard you talk about over the years and, Again, just thank you. I think it's been an amazing interview. Just keep on laughing and being you. Thank you, Linda, so much. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye-bye.